a very good afternoon to you, our cherished and descending listeners. It's another beautiful and blessed and rather sunny Wednesday, and we here at Joy Business are happy to bring you another exciting edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Doyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yenara, yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by GH Genome. GH Genome, our duty to decode. Masterclass comes your way every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. and runs all the way through to 2.15 p.m. here on your superstation, Joy 99.7. My name, as always, is Yabanafu, and I'm happy to be your host for today's edition of Masterclass. Last week here on Masterclass, we started a different conversation and we're talking about customer experience or customer service, whichever way you want to look at it. It depends on where you're standing in the conversation. But we, we got to understand in that conversation that customer experience essentially is key to our businesses as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as employees. Regardless of whatever we do, if you're offering a service, it was important or it is important to understand the value of customer experience because if the person deals with you and after they've dealt with you, they do not want to deal with you again, that's the experience that they've had. And we all, we all here on the show got to understand what the importance of it was. We're privileged here again on the show to have with us a resource person, Esther Dukua Fusuhini. Um, I'll read her CV again for those of us who missed the show last week. Esther is the founder and president of CXB Ghana Association. She's also the managing consultant of Reem CXC Limited. She's a Global Thoughts CX leader, has a Bachelor of Arts in English and French, has an EMBA in Strategic Human Resources, is a certified customer experience professional, is also a certified customer service expert, and is a certified professional trainer. She has over 15 years of CX consulting experience. She's been named among the top 25 world CX leaders in 2020. And the list goes on and on. Esther, has, Esther is actually a judge um, in a world CX judging body. And uh, her resume is one of those resumes that I say when I grew up, I want to be like, if you're in the field of customer service or customer experience and you don't know that there are groups like this here in Ghana, this is information for you. Give us a call after the show. Get to meet Esther and you can build your career in customer experience. Esther, we're excited to have you back on the show today. Thank you. I'm honored to be back and good afternoon to all your cherished listeners. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I mean, last week I got so many hits after the show of people who listened in and were enlightened by the content that you shared. And, and the fact that the narrative in the, in the landscape of customer service, if you like, had changed. And, you know, we're talking about Maya Angelou who, and a few other people who had shared thoughts about like, the experience and said people will forget what you said to them, people will forget what you did and what you gave to them, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And then we asked you on the show that if you dealt with you, at some point for a service, would you go back and deal with you again? <laughs> and and I suppose that that sort of brought it closer home. I've got a lot of um, benchmark information here, but today I promised my my people who gave me feedback. I draw a good afternoon to you if you're listening. <laughs> I promised I draw that I wasn't going to talk too much. And uh, a very good listener of Ma- Masterclass, Akosia Ifaus. Akosia, today is your birthday. Thank you for listening to Masterclass. And uh, a shout out to you here from Masterclass. But I'm not going to talk too much today. Let's just do a quick recap of what we talked about um, last week mm-hmm. for flow of thought for chronology for those who missed yeah. and then we can sort of go into our conversation today for those who like to write last week we, we talked about customer experience as a discipline the role of the CX professional 
Today we're moving into another area, which is the customer experience strategy. So the strategy of customer experience. We're also streaming live on Facebook for those of us who like to take notes. So um, by all means, do follow us on Facebook. Someone actually measured me and said, yeah, you spoke for eight minutes when you, when you opened the show. I think I've done only four minutes now. So, <laughs> so I will hand over to Esther. Let's do a quick recap and then uh, we can sort of continue into today's conversation, if you will. Okay. Yes. So um, I think from last week, uh, we learned that customer experience has to be accessible, functional, and emotional. And also, it has to be intentional because experience is by design. Mm. So you have to be intentional about it to make it very profitable to your business. And also, three key areas you focus on are people, the strategy itself, and then measurement. Because what is not measured is not done. So that is what we learned uh, last week. Mm. Mm. Interesting. What is not measured is not done. So um, after the recap, I'll just say that the customer experience or customer service you Mm. offer in your, in your company, is it accessible, is it functional, and is it emotive? You can do your self-check. And if it misses any of these points, um, give us a call when we get interactive, and we're happy to share with you how you can make the experience of your customers better. Always remember, as a business owner, that you are not doing anybody a favor. Yeah. And we are all customers at one point or the other. Definitely. So the customer is the man in the mirror. It's not Definitely. that other person. <laughs> yes. We are all customers. Yes. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Let me ask you this though before you go on. Adria, I promised him, but I can't help it. Give us one customer experience you had this week that stayed with you. An Anywhere. Experience this at week. a mat, at a filling station, at a hairdressing saloon, at a kinky seller's point. <laughs> um, and when we get interactive, please, I'd like to hear your... The one customer experience you had this week that stayed with you that you want to talk about. If we talk about it enough... We will draw attention to it and we can make our customer service in our nation better. Just the one experience you had. Is it a good uh, or a it's, normal If it stayed with you, it, it could be good or bad. <laughs> I mean, either way, it will motivate or uh, encourage someone to change. Okay. I think what this week. Okay. So I think this week um, I had actually a pleasant experience. Okay. That's good. Um, I went to the salon mm. uh, to fix myself up. Um, actually, this morning. Okay. And I had informed the, the, the salon that every Wednesday I would visit them mm-hmm. uh, to fix myself up. And uh, I thought they had forgotten because I forgot to... Remind them. Remind them. That's the word. And I got there very early. And the lady just opened, Oh, you are here, madam. Welcome. We remembered you said you'd come in. You know, we normally open at 10, but today, because of you, we are here early to take care of you, make you look beautiful, you know. And I was like, Okay, that's nice. And she was like, How was your program last week? So they listened to Masterclass. They did. What's the name of the salon? <laughs> 211. And, and, <laughs> and where are they? They are at uh, this opposite um, uh, Accra Mall. Okay. There's this new mall okay. there. That's where so they, two yeah. and one. Today you are my <laughs> example of good customer service. You didn't know we were going to do this. You didn't know I was going yeah, to ask. Yeah. She didn't know I was going to ask her. But well done. And to yes. all of us, let's. We don't know who's watching at one point. It doesn't matter who's yeah. watching. Just yeah. be nice yeah. and let the experience be good and memorable. Yes. I won't talk again. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot. Yeah. I had to do an it, instant it had to be original. delivery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think um, uh, last week, one area I, we, because of time we couldn't touch on was the role of a customer experience professional. Mm. And I want to quickly go through that well, so that all the customer experience professionals and practitioners out there, you have a clear idea what your role is within your organization. Mm. 
So the customer experience journey begins with the customer experience professional. And as a customer experience professional, you are a catalyst. Why do I say so? You influence organizational results by understanding, designing, and improving experiences across the customer relationship with your organization. And that is why you are a catalyst. So you are a catalyst to driving good experience for your organization. And also, you act as a business partner. Why do I say this? You work with other uh, units to achieve exceptional outcomes for your organization and its customers. And that is why you're a business partner. So you see, you are not a standalone. You bring people to the table. You know, you're a convener Mm. for the customer to drive that. And you have to work to understand the customer's needs and how they can, your organization can meet or exceed your customer's expectation. And that is why at CXP Ghana, we work with all these professionals to be the best they can be today and throughout their career, through learning, sharing, connecting each other to the local fraternity mm. or the, glo- the global uh, communities. You know. Right. So, yes, that is your role. In the beginning, I think between 2011 to 2022, the experience has moved across. It started from being an influencer, so you could sit in any part of the business mm. and try to do it, that uh, firefighting thingy. Mm. And then, slowly, we moved into borrowed authority. What I mean is, you have somebody at the top who is telling people, you are in charge of customer experience. So you borrow that person's authority. It can be the COO, it can be the head of marketing, mm. or anybody, the, the business owner, and borrow that authority to drive the experience for the customers. Mm. Now, currently, we are in positional authority in Ghana. So every, every organization, corporate, has a head of customer experience. That is positional authority. Mm. Where we want to go is where the, 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 the world is going, and that is an earned authority. So you earn that authority to drive experience in your organization, sitting at the C-suite, so the chief customer officers, the chief experience officers, and so the director of customer experiences, and so on and so forth. That is where we want to drive Ghana to, where you get to the earned authority as a customer experience professional. Um, there's some... <laughs> there's a paper I read coming onto the show. Yeah. I will share the details of it in the source subsequently. Mm. But there is a school of thoughts here in mm. Ghana that says that while Ghanaians are very hospitable people, we are not very good at customer experience, offering good customer experience. I'll, I'll share my source later, mm. but I just mm. want to drop it so that if anybody feels the same way or otherwise, when we get interactive, I want to hear what you have to say. Interesting thoughts. Yeah, but there's a school of thought that Ghanaians, while we're very hospitable as a people, we don't do very well when it comes to customer service. Mm. Am I supposed to comment on that? No, no, don't comment on it yet. <laughs> let's, let's get your content out there first. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, do you have any questions for me so far? I do, actually. I was going to say that based on what you've just talked about, mm-hmm. would we therefore say that as a customer, a CXP professional, mm. we've moved across those three areas of, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, uh, having a sponsor in the beginning, moving to board authority, and then now having positional authority. Yes. Would we therefore say that we're, we're getting into the area of reverse engineering customer feedback? to improve the service, general service offering of the business? Exactly. Has it become that critical yet? Um, it's Globally, it's become very critical, and that is what most businesses are doing mm. 
in Ghana, we are slowly getting there. Uh, we do have, we are able to uh, get the voice of customer, which we'll talk about, I think, subsequently in the next two weeks or so, the voice of customer and, and metrics. We're able to get that information. As to how we mine that data we have mm. to give insights and make actionable uh, decisions is another thing. Right. And that's so we're not we there discuss. yet. We are not really there yet. We right. are getting there, though. So, right. Yes. That's true. So uh, I think today we are talking about the customer experience strategy. Yeah? Indeed. Okay. Now, I always say you have to connect business purpose to the customer strategy. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you see cust- companies have their vision, their mission, their business purpose, and all of that. And all the business units, like corporates, like uh, commercial, they build their strategies into the company vision mm-hmm. and the business purpose. Good. And then... We have the brand, uh, the brand as well, the brand strategy. It's also built into the business purpose, right? Because what the, the vision is, that's how it cascades down. And the brand promise we give our customers, uh, like we spoke about last week, we will work with you mm-hmm. everywhere you go. How can we help you? That is gotten from the, the company vision and the business purpose. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, what is lacking is the customer strategy. Like we spoke about last week, we said that a brand uh, customer experience delivers on the brand promise. The brand promise comes from that brand strategy. Mm -hmm. So where is that strategy to deliver on that promise to the customers? It is totally lacking most Mm -hmm. of the time. And that is why we thought it would be good to talk about how to craft a customer experience strategy that Mm -hmm. delivers on your brand purpose and overall company or business purpose. So... Uh, with that said, you might ask, and I'll ask for you before you ask, what is the customer experience strategy? <laughs> I was trying not to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a customer experience strategy defines what your organization wants the experience, the intentional experience for the customers to be. And as a result, how customers should feel every time they interact with you as a business. So whether you are a medium scale, large scale, small scale, a corporate, a multinational, you have to have that intentional design for your customers. So you can ask yourself these three questions. Do we know who our customers are? Do we know who our customers are? That's the first question. Do we have clarity of understanding of what they need from us as an organization? Why they come to us? Do we know that? And then three, does everybody in the organization know the role they play in delivering the desired experience for the customers. These are three key things that every organization or business Mm -hmm. should ask themselves. If they don't have an answer to any one of these, then there's a problem as a business. But it's interesting you ask those questions. Maybe you should ask them again so that our listeners can chew on it. Do we know who our customers are? Yes. Who are are my customers? Ask that question. The first question, who are my customers? Because they are the reason you are doing the business. They are the reason you are buying systems. They are the reason you are renting a shop, paying electricity. You know, and ask you ask that people. question. My mind is going to things like customer segmentation and all of that because sometimes we think that everybody is our customer. And that in itself is not really strategic, is it? Mm. Depending on what you are doing, not everybody is your customer. But exactly. Don't take it from me. Esther is here, <laughs> so I'm sure, I'm sure she will speak to you. But it's of a good course. question. Yes, who, who are your customers? Are your customers? Who are Begin my customers? Begin to ask yourself that question. Yeah. yeah. Who are my customers? Do I have 
an understanding of what they need from me. Because if you don't know what your customers need, how do you deliver on it? Some people think that, why should I think of what the customer needs from me? I'm selling A. If you come to me, it's A you are going to buy full exactly. stop. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't need anything else from me other than what I'm giving you. But that, that's, that's, that's funny. Exactly. Because especially in Ghana, they'll come and ask, please, how much is this dress? Mm-hmm. But really, the question has multiple layers. Mm-hmm. So you should understand your customers and know their actual needs. Exactly. You understand? So you should ask yourself that second question. And the last one is, everybody in your organization, if you are a shop owner, your shop assistant, do they even understand the role they play in delivering that experience you want for the customers? So is your shop, is your shop attendant or assistant the kind of attendant who will say, after they've asked one or two questions, they say, I have to call my madam. Exactly. If they always have to come to you to get answers, then it means that you're not sharing enough. Exactly. Because you're not always going to be there to enhance the customer's experience. Exactly. And there's really no second chance for a first impression. You hit it right on the head. Once they come in, they get that experience, they're gone, and that's it. Exactly. Three key questions. Yes. Do you know who your customers are? Do you have clarity of what they need from you? And does everyone in your organization know what they should be delivering to the customer? Exactly. Please continue. So, before you draft or you design a strategy, the first thing, like we said, do you know your customers? The question is, how do you know your customers? And that is where the customer persona comes in. Mm. I call it the power of the customer personas. Mm. And the marketers use it a lot. They use it for the segmentation. Mm-hmm. They need to know the target market, who they are, they are, they are, they are going to design and the uh, products and services for. Mm-hmm. So they have that. But what we don't know as customer experience professionals is we also need these personas to design the desired experience mm-hmm. that we want to give them. So um, the customer persona simply is you actually designing or defining for your business who their customers are, their needs, their wants, their locations, you know, their demographics, the channels they normally use, uh, uh, what are their challenges, their financial behavior, their fears, their goals in life, their aspirations. You have to design these personas. And like mm-hmm. I said last week, uh, we, they come in segments. So, you know, we have the students, mm-hmm. and most students behave the same. They have the, almost the same behavioral patterns. You understand? And you build personas based on accurate data. You don't just sit there and coin the information from your head. Assume that they will want it this way. Exactly. And in the, on the fourth uh, session, we'll talk about how you can get that information, voice mm. of customer. Mm. So I'll just end it here for the, mm. the getting information to design your customer right. uh, persona. It should be based on the data. That's what we're saying. Exactly. And that data is available. Not just any data. Yeah. Accurate data. Accurate data. in Ghana, we have challenges with accurate True. data. True. Which I call data integrity. Mm. You'll be there, you get an alert, and it's somebody's name. Mm. And you are, you are a man, and you are getting Happy Mother's Day. You know, getting happy birthday when it's not your oh, birthday. When it's not your birthday, you know. We have issues with data integrity. Yeah. So accurate data is what you need to get the insights you need to design your persona. True. Right. I'm, I'm, I, w- I will not be mischievous. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can, if you have any questions, you can no, no, ask. No, but you're right. You're, I mean, this thing on data integrity, I think that the message we're pushing out is make sure that whatever decisions you make are based on 
accurate data. Exactly. And you can either benchmark that data or generate that data yourself. And when you're talking about patterns of your own business, it's based on your own data. And we said here on the show that mm. just document everything you do. We're creatures of habit pretty much yeah. as human beings. So if you go back from January to now, you will find that there are certain things you've done pretty much the same way since January. Yeah. But if you do not have the documented uh, data, you won't be able to refer to it. You know, so benchmark data, create your own data. But whatever you do, don't make a decision without data. Exactly. Yeah. Data is key to an experienced professional. Yeah. And data is key to the business mm. if you want to drive a certain type of experience. And I say you don't need systems, huge systems for mm. it. You don't need expensive systems. An mm. Excel sheet, even if it's a notebook, mm-hmm. you know, just write. Mrs. Uh, Ofosuhini normally comes to buy uh, slingback shoes. She is size six. She normally comes every month. And she buys three pieces of shoes, you know, every month. That is enough data for you. Just just pick your own ATM statement and check whenever inflows come and by what time of the month outflows would be done going out. You will find that you probably take around the same amount every time, every time. on the seventh yes. or eighth day. Yes. And it's repetitive. And, exactly. and that's what I mean when I talk about we being creatures of habit. That information alone is helpful to you Exa- to plan. As a if, you're, yes. if you're talking about your, your finances alone, you can begin to plan and yes. say, am I spending more than I'm earning? Am yes. I running out of my inflows, let's say, 10 days out of the 30 days by the time, and I have to wait for 20 days? Is that why I'm borrowing? Am I, you know, there's, there's a lot of questions you can begin to ask Exactly. Yourself. As a business, Living you should know. Alone. Exactly. Yeah. You should know. You can use data for a lot of things. It's like oil. Mm. Data is like oil today. You need it for every strategic business decision you make, yeah. including the the intentional experience you want to give to your customers. Indeed. Indeed. You understand? Indeed. So with the power of the persona, you can then build your strategy. Mm. Now, the question is, how do you build a very simple customer strategy for your small business, medium mm. business, your large corporates, or everything like that? The first is to get information on the current state of customer experience. Mm. Do you even know the current state? You need to establish a baseline understanding of your existing customer experiences and the internal efforts you put underway to track and improve those experiences. Mm. So as a business, what is the experience your customers have currently? Because you already know the type of experience you want to give to your customers. So baseline measurements, how do they feel? It's very easy to get that information. Talk to a, a few people who enter your, your shop. Mm-hmm. And they'll easily give you, oh, your salesperson, they are, they, when, when I come in and I greet them, they are so busy, they don't even mind me. Mm-hmm. Or they don't help me choose their things. Or they're always on the phone. Or they're always on the phone. You know, or there's always a visitor sitting there chatting with them. You will easily get they're the always information. They're always chewing gum. They're always chewing gum. <laughs> A lot of a lot of information. It's the little it. things because we're talking about experience. Exactly. And you find that the idiosyncrasies that you have as a person, I think is the best place to start. Ask yourself, what are the things that I don't like when I walk into a shop? Some people see clutter as noise in their yeah. mind. When they walk into your shop and there's clutter, they'll walk out. Some have you always wondered why? Yeah. And I don't know if you have had this experience, but I have. You walk into a shop, let's say, it's a very sunny Wednesday today. So you walk into any shop. Why do they play music at a certain decibel? But they know you just come from the sun. Yeah. There's a lot of engineering that actually goes into this. Oh, yes. It's not just them. And they keep the temperature at a certain place. And at short intervals, they spray certain things into the you atmosphere. You are very, very And right. you, you ask yourself, ah, this place. And as you don't even yeah. know that the place smells good. Suddenly, you are very calm. 
Yeah. Dopamine and things are released into your brain. You don't know where it's coming from. Yes. And then you walk out of that shop and you bought something you didn't plan to buy. It didn't just happen by magic. They engineered it. Yes, it's by it's, it's intentional. It's by there design. are certain foods in this country. I won't do free advert for anybody. When I mention the name and you think about it, you begin to smell it. Yes, psychology of smell, psychology of color. Yes, you are very there right. There are so many things. You are very right. There are some shops yeah. in Ghana that that give the the experience through scents. Yes. So anytime you smell, you have that smell. You're like ah, you just quickly remember them. And I know you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but it's all it's all part of the experience that you're giving. Yeah. You know, your customer. Yes. Find out what they need. That's what we're saying. Yes. Find out what they need. What will make them come back? It doesn't have to be the big things. It's the little things. It really is the little. It's things. It's a little thing. Sometimes it's just the way you even talk to the person. Yeah. And find out. We had that ex- the example here last yeah. week about about the lady who was selling material. Yeah. And she says she, she followed up in. with a call to say. Yeah. You know, was it was it able to serve your purpose? Yes, and the guy was very. He was happy. blown away. Yeah, I mean, it's the little things. You need to have a baseline understanding mm. of the existing experiences, and if the existing experience is okay, you don't need to change anything. Mm. But if you realize there's a gap in experience, then you move to your next one, mm. which is defining your vision. If the baseline experience is not what you want it to be, mm-hmm. as a business owner, as a a director of business or as a CX professional, then you need to change it. Mm. So you need to co- develop a compelling vision right. for your future states of the organization's customer experience based on, like we said, business strategy. Mm-hmm. So you don't just design the uh, customer experience strategy sitting somewhere separate from the business. Then you are relevant to your context. Exactly. So you know the vision, you know the, the strategy for the business. You have to build in because you're a catalyst. Mm-hmm. So you're telling the business that this strategy is going to enable you get to where you want to get to. Mm-hmm. If you want 100,000 customers, this strategy mm-hmm. is going to help you get that 100,000 customers mm-hmm. through customer experience. I mean, imagine that you're selling, let's say, X product in the middle of town today. Let's say you're selling shoes and somebody walked in and, of course, they had to try the shoes on. Mm-hmm. And they walked in and you offered them a place to sit. Mm-hmm. And then you offer them water to drink. Will it influence their decision to buy? It may not. But if it did, then they would remember that you were nice to them. Somebody says, but who pays for the water? Even if the water is five CDs, they will not notice if you put that five CDs on the cost of the product. But if you let them ask for it, it takes away from the experience. Exactly. Be creative about the little things. Exactly. I mean, we have what we call the customer lifetime value, which is a part of a metric that we measure on the customer experience. Doing certain things and, and, and investing in the little things today. Mm. If the customer stays with you for five years, how much are you going to earn from that customer mm-hmm. based on the little things you do to keep them exactly. to stay? You understand? Exactly. So if you're able to calculate all these things, which is part of strategy, mm-hmm. you can actually share to your, 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 your seniors and your management and say, you know what? We get this customer at this cost. Mm-hmm. If the customer, if customer experience is able to help this customer stay with us, for the next five years, this is how much you are going to earn from them. They are going to transact this amount of business, and this is how much customer mm-hmm. experience has been able to add on to your your, your revenue. Your so now you can actually work it right down to the numbers. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I keep saying that customer experience is a strategy. Mm-hmm. You design it. It is not fluffy. Neither is it bells and whistles. <laughs> and yes, it's, it's emotive, it but you emotive use you, you 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 manipulate emotions. To drive revenue. Mm. That is what we do as experience. So the next thing you have to do is assess your current capabilities. 
as customer experience? Do you have uh, the know-how, the knowledge base, the current skills of staff members? Is it up to par to deliver on your intentional uh, experience? If not, you have to invest in your staff. Mm. You have to invest because the staff ultimately will deliver that experience for you. So you have to invest with them. And then you need to identify key experience gaps. And that too, you have to use data, existing data, to identify through complaints that you receive, through compliments that you receive, through inquiries that you receive. You'll be able to pull out the gaps in service and then close these gaps. And then there's what we call Project CX. So there are two. We have Cultural CX and Project CX. Project CX is you driving customer experience projects to achieve your strategy, your aim. Mm -hmm. And cultural CX is driving the mindset change of the company. So it goes hand in hand. Right. You have to put some projects in place to drive your experiences, whilst you drive the cultural experiences Mm -hmm. as well. Interesting thoughts there. If you just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on Superstation Joy 99.7. We're going to be getting interactive shortly. And uh, when we do, we'll open the phone lines and we want you also to be a part of the conversation. Uh, once we do that, we'll put the phone lines out. And then you can either send us a WhatsApp or you can pick up that phone and give us a call. But we'll take a quick message from our sponsors right now. favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 551 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass and we're interactive right now. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. You can also send us your comments on 055 We're talking about the customer experience strategy. Pick up that phone, give us a call. Let's share thoughts. Let's ask questions. Let's hear what's going on in your own company, your own business, either as a business owner, as a business manager, or as an employee. Uh, let's hear what's going on in your company, your experience, what your understanding of customer experience is. 0302216541 or send us a message on 0551111997. If you've got any motor vehicle of any kind, Goyle has some great news for you. Goyle, your oil marketing company of choice, keeps making life ever so convenient. Goyle now accepts Momo for all fuel purchases at key selected stations. Just remember to Momo it at Goyle. And that is not all. You can use your bank card to buy fuel at Goyle. And this is made possible by APSA. Drive to any of our Goyle filling stations now and buy your fuel and pay by Momo or by bank card and you're good to go. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. GH Genome. Did you know that disorders like sickle cell disease, breast and prostate cancers have a genetic component? Genetic conditions affect all age and economic, social, and religious groups. The GH Genome Project includes public lecture series on Ghanaian genome and free genetic health screening of sickle cell disease, breast, and prostate cancers. We invite you to join the GH Genome Project and follow us and get screened. Early detection may help early intervention and treatment. GH Genome, our duty 
to decode. I've got a comment. Look, I've got a caller on the line. Let's take that one first. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Yeah, um, your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is Ajman Joseph from tonight. Ajman Joseph, how are you, my brother? I'm very well. I hope you're doing well. I'm great. I'm great. Talk to me. Yeah, I have a baba. And whenever I go there for barbering, the way he treats me is very warmly. So, do on the air condition. Is the music that high for you? Take the remote, change it, change the station, the radio or the television station yourself. Because it is because of you that I'm here. I mean, that is very great. But my question is, if um, you are operating a drinking spot, with sometimes hard local, and uh, somebody will come and take something, buy something, then the mood will change. Then in the end, we'll be touching these ladies who are serving wrongly. Whenever the ladies complain, then they will come and complain to you, the owner, that this lady they don't respect. How do you deal with such a situation? Okay, Adrian, listen, thank you so much for your question. Please keep listening. We will try and answer that question. Um, before we answer that question, I've got a comment on social media. This one is Sam from Spintex. Sam says, my question to Madam Esther, what is the return on investment on CX and how, how do you get management to appreciate that? I think that's a favorite question, so we'll start with that one. <laughs> okay, um, hold on to that question for me. Let's take another call. And then, um, uh, good afternoon. Welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from. Hello? Yes, good afternoon. You're on air. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, I'm calling from Akosombo. Sorry, you're calling from where, sorry? Akosombo, Akosombo. Right. How's Akosombo today, sir? Yes, um, I am a shoemaker. I, I produce sandals and shoes. And uh, I've realized that some customers are very irritating. How do I treat these people? Question, uh, my brother from Akosombo, please keep listening. We'll try and answer that. You want to start with that? How does he handle difficult customers, irritating customers? Okay. So I, I always say, and this is a pure service question, I always say that no matter how angry or irritated the customer is, they are giving you feedback. Mm. So take away from the anger and listen to the base point. If you're able to listen to the base point and address it, they'll be fine. We are human. So at times we get irritated by certain things. And the only way we can complain is being a little agitated and a little confrontational. Yes, at times it's not easy dealing with irate customers. But put it at the back of your mind that they are telling you because they want to do business with you. If not, they'll walk away and never come back. It's the lawyer ones who complain, actually. And as they are complaining, they are giving you a lot of feedback that otherwise you would not have picked up on. So, my gentleman from uh, Akosombo, please try not to be upset when a customer is irate and is, is dealing with you on that level. Try to pick up the information that he's giving you because that is what is important. Mm. Not the manner in which they are saying it. It is what they are saying, especially for you as a business owner. So pick that information and work on it for them. And you move them from irate and disappointed to happy customers and they'll end up being loyal and fanatics about you. And sometimes the most difficult customers become your best customers later on. And yeah, Joseph wants to know, if you have customers who um, start misbehaving after they've had a few glasses of liquor, ah. uh, how do you handle <laughs> <laughs> Well, I always say that if you want to give good service, it doesn't mean you need to sacrifice your people. Mm. You have to, first and foremost, employee experience is key. 
because they are the employees who deliver on the experience. Mm. And if they are not happy with how they are being treated, you need to address it as a business owner. So please, if their customers does not mean they should abuse your your, your staff, you need to protect your staff. You need to be firm on it when it comes to protecting of your staff. So you say it That's nicely. Advice. Very I'm nicely, to give but you very anything assertive. you want, but please do not abuse exactly. my staff. Exactly. Kindly do not abuse my staff. My staff. This is from touching them and playing with them if they do not want you to. Okay. And respect their, 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 their position. Okay. Sam from Spitex said, um, how do you measure a return on investment on CX? Well, there are various ways of measuring. I always say that it's the little things you can start with. Mm. So, for example, um, I'll say I'll use a bank as an example since I, I work in the bank. Mm. But if you have a lot of dormant customers or inactive customers, okay, one of the role of CX is to provide direction on how you can uh, revive these customers mm. or reactivate them. So if you are working through the contact center, you are saying that, uh, for example, you are using the reactivations from the contact center mm. as a point, a case, a case point, to say, okay, the bank is losing this percentage of customers. And after investigation and data analytics, we realize that these are the reasons why they are losing it. And this information you got from customer experience. Because the business was able to use this data and insight gathered through customer experience, they were able to close these service gaps. And we have been able to reactivate this percentage of customers. And so what it means is that that hole in your revenue has been closed. So the bottom line has increased. That is a direct return on investment of customer experience. So if you're able to put all these things together, we always say that the, something like customer satisfaction ratings, net promoter score, customer effort score, customer lifetime value, all these things have a direct correlation with revenue and the bottom line to business. So if you're able to link how your customer experience strategy and plans have actually helped drive satisfaction, which has in turn helped drive uh, 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 customer lifetime with the bank, then that is the ROI you can share with your business. So that is the advice I'll give. And they are the little things. Yeah. They are the little things. So there are matrices to measure yeah. um, the ROI. And uh, you can get in touch with Esther. She'll put her, her details out from the, the, the CX Association after the show. I've got another one on social media. This one says... Um, this one is from... Okay, I think I've answered this one already. Uh, phone lines are still open. Uh, numbers to call 0302216541. You can also send us your comments on 055 I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, last week, mm-hmm. after the show, someone called me up and says, Yao, ask this question to Esther for me next week. How do I, as a CX staff, offer excellent service? without drawing attention to me as a person. And I said, why do you ask that? He says, because there is there, there are a few of my customers um, who are elderly, and they, they show up at the branch just because they want to say hello to me. And I don't know how to be... It's a bit uncomfortable for me, but they don't mean any harm by it. But they keep making comments like, if you leave this bank or this branch, I will move my account from here. And it's happened yeah. in certain circumstances. Yeah, so does. how do how do I, as a customer service person, give that excellent service without, and make it about the institution and not about me? 
That's, it's a tough one. It's, it, it is a tough one because customers move with people. We are we we are uh, we are uh, very emotional creatures, mm. human. Uh, so um, the the service you give to customers can get them very endeared to you as a person. Mm. So wherever you go, they follow. But what you need to know is, aside your pe- and that is a personality thing. Mm. Aside your personality is the business that gives you the empowerment and the tools exactly. to be able to support the customer. Exactly. So anytime a customer gives you, it's like uh, somebody saying, oh, you are looking very beautiful, you are doing well in life. So, oh, it's by grace of God. Oh, you know, something similar. That, oh, I love the service you give me. If you move, I'll move. You say, it's the grace of this company. They give me all the tools I need to work. Without the tools and the support of my boss, I wouldn't be able to deliver something like that. So you try to move that information. So tactical deflection. Exactly. However, people are intrinsically very nice to people. Mm. And so if you get somebody who really likes you for you, it's it's not so bad. It's not so bad. So don't feel too bad about it. Tell... The, the, the person not to feel so bad about it, but they can use some of these phrases to direct, you know, the, the mindset of the customer towards the business. Mm. So I came across this uh, write-up uh, as a, a blog written by a gentleman called Oral Ofori, mm. who's a writer at the African Dream Network. Okay. AfricanDream.net. And I mean, there are a lot of things he spoke. It says the Institute of Customer Service Professionals scored Ghana 62.6% on its customer service index. In 2019, mm. that figure represented a 1.3% drop from 63.9 in prior year. And then he goes on and on. But there's something he said here which, which sort of caught my attention. He says, they interviewed about 10 tourists in that mm. uh, research prior to that mm. write-up. And of the 10 tourists they interviewed, seven of them vociferously registered their outright displeasure with the service experience in Ghana and vowed never to return again when given a second opportunity. This report was written in January of 2022 by okay. Oral Ufori, a writer at the AfricanDream.net. Mm. And he says one of them disappointed, one of the disappointed tourists retorted, Ghanaians are very nice people, but customer service is badly unprofessional and inefficient everywhere I go in Ghana. Service providers need to turn their focus on so what? Service providers turn their focus to personalities instead of service. I like that. So I, I, I don't want to go in depth about this, but like I said, service mm. is totally different from experience. Mm-hmm. What they are talking about is the experience. Exactly. So Ghanaians are serviceable by nature, but if we don't make our experience design intentional, this is what will happen to our tourists. Like I gave the first time last week, I told you a story about you traveling mm. and the whole experience. So the people will be very nice to you. But then the rest of the experience makes you very, you, you feel very bad about the whole thing. Mm. You understand? No matter how nice and pleasant the, the, the receptionist is at the hotel, if you go to your room and there are bed bugs <laughs> and the place smells, do you get it? I get it. You go to the restaurant and the plate is chipped. The, the glass is the, broken the somewhere. The water is not flowing. Those are the experiences.